Welcome to Potadelphia. My name is Dave DiOrio. You can find me on Twitter at fat underscore lobster. And I am joined by a partridge in a pear tree. What's Aww. up, Sarah? How are you tonight? I'm wonderful. Partridge in a pear tree is one of my favorite birds from that song. Chock full of birds. <laughs> um, it's a Christmas party tonight. I'm back on the show um, tonight. I've been off for a while. I've missed you all dearly. And we're going to celebrate. Um, my name is Sarah Siders. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah Siders. You can find the show at Potadelphia. And Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that good stuff. Let's celebrate. Right on, right on. I had queued up. I'm joined by two turtle doves. <laughs> but uh, since it is Festivus, and uh, and we'll need to do the airing of the grievances, where is Gene? <laughs> it, Gene is like the reverse, like Elf on the Shelf. Well, I know. I guess maybe he is like the elf on the show, except that he's moving. So, like, you have to find him, and he's little, and he reports to Santa. So, it all makes sense. Like, it's all coming together. Why this holiday season, Gene has been hard to find on Potadelphia. <laughs> he keeps he has to he has to keep going back reporting to Santa. He just doesn't get back to the show on time to to mm -hmm. let him know uh, if we've been good or not this year. Let me. So. Let's get into some Philly sports talk, because uh, I guess we're going to tangentially touch on some of these subjects today. What do you say? Uh, I came I came prepared. Uh, I have my booze, and I have a plucky attitude. So we're going to see if we can make this show work this evening. Yeah, let's do it. So the big news of the week um, was actually leading up to the game and, and why we didn't record last night because we're normally on Tuesday nights and here we are on Wednesday night. And why is that? Because there was an Eagles game on Tuesday night that uh, some of us were busy watching. Um, so, I mean, thoughts on this? This was like the big debate all week. Should Did the NFL do the right thing in moving this game? Or should they have said, no, Redskins, you all have – Oh, I said Redskins. <laughs> Got a drink. You're accidentally no racist. Team. No football team. This is your fault. You should suffer the penalty. You should forfeit the game. You should play with uh, replacement, uh, I don't know, ex-arena football players or whoever you're going to get out on the field to uh, to be lambs led out to slaughter and and lose that game like uh, admirable in an admirable way on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the story of the day, isn't it, where – COVID is raging uh, once again, um, and it's 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 unavoidable. But I don't think I'm not certain the right thing happened. All I want is consistency. You know, um, Dave, you and Gene talked about at length how the union got screwed over by COVID protocols, and I don't know. It's got to be. Here's the rule. You know. X amount of people on your team get it, maybe postpone one day, you know, something like that. I don't know how we can just go, yeah, we're kicking it to Tuesday. And and I don't want to say giving their team a competitive advantage. You want it to be fair, but when do you draw those lines? And it hasn't been fair. I mean, look back last season. Was it was it the Broncos who like got a guy off the street to play quarterback last season, if I remember correctly? But it was, 
there's no consistency with it, and that's all that you want. Just set a rule, and if it happens well, to befall your team, that sucks. But that's, here are that's the that. rules. I feel like this is something that ha has been like overlooked or it been kind of like chewed up and regurgitated out in a, a way that fits a, a narrative. But here are the actual rules that the NFL has laid out regarding COVID and rescheduling games. If a game is canceled or postponed because a club cannot play due to a COVID spike among or resulting from its non-vaccinated players and staff, then the burden of the cancellation or delay will fall on the club experiencing the COVID infection. And I believe that the NFL is somewhere in the mid-90s when it comes to vaccination rates, or at least in the low 90s. And I, you know, I, I, I don't know, but it goes on. We will seek to minimize the burden on the opposing club or clubs. If a club cannot play due to a COVID spike in vaccinated individual individuals, which is probably what we have here, we will attempt to minimize the competitive and economic burden on both participating teams. That's one, that's one line. Here's another one. If a game cannot be rescheduled within the current 18-week schedule and is canceled due to a COVID outbreak among non-vaccinated players on one of the competing teams, the club with the outbreak will forfeit the contest and will be deemed to have 16 games, uh, have played 16 games for purposes of draft, waiver, priority, et cetera. So forfeit was never on the table. This game always was able to be rescheduled. I mean, you know, whether you want to say it's to the detriment of one team or the other, but this game was always had the ability of being rescheduled. So there was never an opportunity for the NFL to say, Redskins, you forfeit. <laughs> Football team, you forfeit the game. Well, then thank you for, for reading that off to me. I, I mean, I heard vague things about... Um, I think it was around the time of camp where it's like, Hey, if you are vaccinated, your, your burden, if you have a COVID outbreak is much less, which I mean, it should be like, you, you, I mean, think what you will, but the facts are clear. Transmission amongst vaccinated people is much lower. They have less severe symptoms than, than, than non-vaccinated. So you definitely want to try to reward teams for doing the right thing. And I mean, I, I, the forfeiting, I wouldn't want unless it was, you know, willful neglect. If it was, hey, half the team's not vaccinated and it's not to the Eagles to accommodate them. But it, it just, the, the postponement to, well, the Eagles already had their bye, didn't they? they so just I guess, it. yeah, they just Last had it. Sunday. Yeah. So they've had now like 14 days off. I obviously showed at the start of the game, they came out amazingly rusty um, and, you know, put a little doubt in everyone's mind of whether they were going to be able to beat a practice squad quarterback. Um, okay. I have a, I have another quote here um, from the president of the NFL players association about those that wanted the game to be canceled and forfeited still. Um this is a uh, Brown center, JC Treader, who is the president of the NFL players association. The issue wasn't about how many guys we would get back, 
Our position as a union is that we fight for wages, benefits, and working conditions. We don't worry about competitive balance. We don't worry about standings. We don't worry about roster composition. We worry about those three things. So the NFL's position last week was that those games that were going to be canceled, they weren't going to be, uh, those games were going to be, so the NFL's position was those games were going to be canceled. So that was what the decision was. They weren't going to be played. And if they weren't played, then nobody on either team was going to be paid. That's obviously an issue for us as a union when over 18% of our player population was at risk of not getting paid last week. So our position was that we needed to make sure all of our games are played in order for our guys to get paid. And that was our position. We took a vote with the three executive committee of uh, with the three executive committee of the union, which voted unanimously that our position was that games needed to be rescheduled and not canceled. And we pushed the league for that resolution. So those who wanted the game to be canceled and a, a Washington football team forfeit, you were in favor of all of your players not getting paid this week. Union busting assholes. We are a pro labor show. We always have been. We always will be. But, That's a fact, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but that's, it's bullshit. I mean, I'm happy the NFLPA stood up for itself and said, how is it on the players to shoulder this burden? You know, the players that don't have guaranteed contracts, you know, the, the classic millionaires versus billionaires debate. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's not terribly fun to go those poor oppressed millionaires but the the owners you know the the league has more have more money than god so it shouldn't be on the players to decide their health versus getting paid so i i am definitely for the the nflpa there now dave you keep talking about like you know the people who wanted it to be canceled the only like contingent i saw and Full disclosure, completely checked out of football right now. So for all of our listeners, I'm here for the comedy. Dave and Gene are here for the content. And Gene's Dave not up. here. So Gene's not here. So you're, you're, you're like, the quote is Dave's not here, man. Why is it <laughs> Gene's not here, man, today? Gene's not here, man. Um, so what the hell is I saying? Uh, sarcasm. Oh, 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 oh. But this outcry of the game should be forfeited. Was it just like Eagles fans like trying to screw the system, like going like, ah, I got you on a technicality, we win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, my it, favorite thing about watching sports is watching sports. Yeah, I mean. you, you know, it's silly. It's like the oh, you wouldn't want to win that way. Tim Cheech says, Cheech and Chong always current. At least someone got the reference, right? <laughs> Cutting edge humor. Cutting edge humor. You know, we are, we know, we have our finger on the pulse of Gen X. Yes. And all the magazines I read from the, the mid-90s uh, say that Gen X is where it's at and that we're the, the culture drivers. So, yeah. Cheech and Chong, always current. Thank you, Tim. We're, uh, you know, I was watching uh, some stand-up about, like, gener it was, they were doing generational humor and uh, how were that, like, in between generations. So do you identify with Gen X? 
Oh, hardcore. Yeah. And I think the difference between you and I is I have three older siblings. Okay. So I grew up in the 80s, but with like 70s era toys, you know? So the hand-me-downs from my older sisters and my older brother uh, to me and my twin brother. um, I was going to give my shout-out to my brother. Fine. Fuck it. I will. It's the holidays. Hi, Dan. Um, Hi, Harry. Hey, Dan. Hi, Jen and Sue. I hope you're all listening. I doubt any of you are. Maybe one. Maybe one or two. But whatever. I don't care. Um, So, no, no. I'm very much identify with Gen X just because that's how I grew up in my household. And there are so many things of us, what, Zillennials or the the Oregon Trail generation. Yeah, the Oregon Trail generation. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there, there are so many things there that definitely apply to me. Yeah. Um, but no, it's give me reality bites, give me singles, give me Winona Ryder every day, all day. Um, okay. Gen X, all the way. All right, yeah, because I had a younger sibling, so I feel like maybe a slight pull towards the millennial side of that. Huh, that's But I am also, a, you know, a slacker sometimes, so I get it. Yeah, and, they, you know, the Gen X was big for our love of nostalgia, and a couple people on this podcast went hardcore into the swing movement, so... <laughs> <laughs> May have seen Big Bad Voodoo Daddy a couple of times. Uh, yeah, Swingers is an underrated classic. If, you, uh, if you're not down with Swingers, uh, you know, you need to revisit it. And, uh, and Swingers is a movie, um, not something that you should randomly hit up a a podcast host about we don't appreciate that so but swingers is a movie and you've heard that story dave (laughs) yes i have heard that story okay yep excellent uh okay oh oh, also in the game um on tuesday night we got uh we got the the resurfacing of um the fans shouldn't boo uh comment from a player um if those it didn't come across really all that clear on TV, but uh, evidently every time Jalen Rager was mentioned, touched the field, ran out to go um, get ready for a kick return, he was showered with booze from the stands. Boo, you suck. <laughs> um, and uh, to, to his defense, uh, Miles Sanders lashed out on Twitter and said, Fans should not boo individuals. It's not cool, man. That's not exactly what he said, but I'm well, summarizing for him. And I know your stance on this has softened over the years, but I think, I mean, as long as it's not. Wait, what, long, wait what, what was my stance on this? I always just assumed you were like pro booing all booing all the time. <laughs> all, all boo all the time. 24-hour boo network. <laughs> Isn't that what WIP is? I'm pretty sure like 24-7 you can get yeah. and just randomly boo. So, but, oh, going for the, the next one, Dave. I saw you switching uh, that yeah, up. Yeah, I, I bottled up, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um. <laughs> What the hell is they say? Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I thought before you were more like 
a vocal, no pun intended, uh, yeah. defendant of booing, whereas now you kind of don't really see the point in it too much. I, um, I'm like, uh, like, uh, what, what would I, want to, I want to equate this to, uh, to, to anthem protesting. Like, um, like I'm of the camp, like, I don't agree with it, but I'll defend with my life your right to do it. <laughs> like, I'm not good. I, I can't, I can't get into booing our players anymore. It's like, I'm too tired. I need to save it for the refs. I need to <laughs> save it for the opposition. Like I come honestly, like I, I used to be able to go to a game and just scream the entire time and uh, be fine the next day. Like now I go to like a, uh, a four o'clock Phillies game against like Pittsburgh. And I come back and I'm like, I can't, I can't even talk I mean, was that <laughs> yesterday. And I, I, uh, I, I got excited for a home run and now I can't talk for a day. Um, like I just can't do it. I need to like reserve my energy for other stuff. But um, I think if you want to boo, boo, I don't care. You know, it's a way, I mean, yeah. it's a waste of energy, but go ahead and do it. It makes you feel good. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a similar boat. I definitely defend booing. I think, I think wait, wait, wait. A- would I still boo Pat Burl, Tim? Yes, I would. <laughs> I I don't really boo Pat Burl. I just encourage him to run faster. And I know he's he had like, you know, he's got some junk in the trunk. So, you know, trying to get around those bases as fast as possible. I, he needed my encouragement. So that was the Pat boo, the Pat Burl boo. It wasn't really a boo. It was like, run. <laughs> um yeah i yeah, there's the i can't exact re- quote, thanks tim run fat ass run <laughs> i can't i can't recall the last time i can't recall the last time i really hated one of my own players and sports hate not real hate no one should have real time for real hate in sports but well you can real hate player like you you could have real hated michael vick you could have real hated. oh yeah yeah Odubel, you could have real hated um, Claude Giroux for his lack of leadership. You could have. (laughs) 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 I broke this era. And now I'm alone. It's bubbly, Dave. So I, when you I make know. me like nearly spit it out, it's the bubbles, the bubbles, the bubbles. The bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. No. I'm. Oh, I am all for like real hate for real people who deserve it, but not for this dude doesn't back check or right, right, right. You know, especially some of the crap players get. Um. But coming up small, definitely lack of effort. I always want the the fan reaction to be tied to what's going on in the game. And and it doesn't have to be, you know, generated by the most knowledgeable fans, but it should be a way of teaching the game. You know, the 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 hockey thing of getting Still recovering from nearly snarfing there. Um, <laughs> um, the hockey thing of getting upset after a clean hit. Right. You know, you don't like to see it. You don't want your players, you know, clock to get cleaned. But you 
you, you have to recognize that's part of the game and you would want your player to do it too. So it shouldn't be, you know, clean, open ice check when the, when Claude Giroux of all people has the puck, you know, you don't want it to be like something to, to get angry over, or you should know the game, your reaction off the field should be indicative of what's happening on the field. So if your players are dogging it, boom, you know, if, if the power play is completely lifeless as it was under Michelle Terrian, you know, if that's happening, yeah, boo, boo. If you go the whole power play with, you know, one shot on goal, if you're lucky, boo them. That's fine. You know, like you, sometimes I feel like I couldn't be bothered. Like, it, it hurts my enjoyment of the game to be overly negative. I'm much more inclined to withdraw and get a little sad. You know, the holidays bring that out. You know, I, I say I'm doing well, and I and I am, I am, but I mean, am I? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Here's kind of my take with the Jalen Rager thing. It's like, I believe the dude is trying. Like, I, I don't think he's dogging it or you know, intentionally trying to do like, I, I think the dude's legitimately trying. I just noticed that I'm missing a, a closed parentheses on my, um, my Twitter, my Twitter name down there. I have to fix that. Um, yeah, I think he's actually trying and it's like, I, I don't know. You're evaluating him by where he was drafted and he, where, like how he's occupying a spot on the roster. And it's not his fault that he's that in that position. Like, you know, if the Eagles drafted me to play starting quarterback and I am not great at playing quarter, you would you would be mad at me, I guess, but it's not my fault. Like I I'm not a good quarterback. You shouldn't have picked me. Yeah, where where do you get off from drafting me? You know? Yeah. Um like I'm a five ten. <laughs> 250 pound dude who you know like i can't i got a bad shoulder you know you, you, should, you should have picked me like to play quarterback it's a bad idea in the potadelphia draft do you go first second or third i'm sorry for what like to play quarterback well, in the nfl quarterback we're not in the nfl in a pickup game or pickup oh, football yeah, game I where are you going you pick me first yeah you should <laughs> And Gene second. <laughs> Unless we're playing hockey, then then I'm then I'm your first pick. Yeah, because you may be the only one that could skate. <laughs> well, no, also I had a good shot. Yeah, but like let's you know, let's get we can even we can even reduce this uh sauce even further here to a uh to like I we can't ice skate. So if you can ice skate, you you're you're you've already got it. Like you know, not even a little. Proceed no further. I can um, I can skate forward. Okay. <laughs> I can turn, too. Well, there you go. That's half the battle. But not with any sort of, like... Grace. I could rollerblade, like, much better than I can. But I can't, like, you know... I can't rollerblade. I never could. It, it's, not, I can... it's, not a, it's not a transition like people think it is. Yeah. Yeah, like if you've I mean, done neither, you're like, oh, if you could do one, you could certainly do the other. It's not true. 
Yeah, I mean, mostly because I had a panic attack the moment I got on rollerblades. But, I yeah, I can ice skate well, I think. Um, but I, I cannot rollerblade. Cannot rollerblade. Okay. Now that we got that settled. Um, all right, so we talked about the booing. What else is going on? Like, what's up with the NHL? That's not that's something like I haven't followed. I the whole season's canceled, right? Not yet, but the whole season's on pause for Christmas. The NHL always does a Christmas break, um, but they extended it and then they extended it again. Um, COVID's running rampant in the NHL, thankfully. Thankfully, it's what you're seeing in a lot of sports where it's the symptoms are mild, but they have it. And as long as we're still in a pandemic and as long as, you know, there are still people having severe reactions, you got to shut it down. And, well, the best call we guess right now is to shut it down. Um, and the, the Flyers were to play uh, the Capitals uh, at the same time the Eagles were to play the Washington football team. Um, and they postponed the Flyers game because of um, a COVID outbreak on the Capitals. Um, so I think I think there's no more hockey until after Christmas. I think it's the 29th the Flyers are coming back for our annual Disney on Ice road trip. Um, oh, yeah. And we'll see. I don't know what the plan is. Are we going to get a Winter Classic game this year? So far, um, all indications that the Winter Classic will be played, I believe. Oh, it is in Minnesota. They have great jerseys this year. Um, Minnesota versus St. Louis, I think. Cool. I imagine they'll try to make the Winter Classic happen, especially because, well, it's outdoors. You know, that's one thing most NHL games do not have. They're... Yeah. They don't have that fresh circulating air. Um, this is going to be another one of those like in the in nature games, like they did no. at Tahoe. No, 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 no. God, that was man, man, did it suck? That the Flyers sucked then, didn't it? That was a gorgeous looking game. If the Flyers oh, were playing well, be the Target Field. Yep, it's going to be Target, and yeah, and it's just. The Wild and, and Minnesota is a great, a great hockey state. I mean, I think they've dubbed themselves the state of hockey or whatever. But Minnesota, there is a very strong hockey fan base there. But my God, are the Wild boring? Um, Minnesota's the state of hockey. Yet Hockey Town is in Michigan. Yeah, and it's really Boston. I mean, kind of a tough sell for me. Yeah, whatever. It's it's becoming Jersey. It's becoming the Philly suburbs in Jersey between really? the two players we have. Oh. Johnny Goudreau and Bobby Ryan. Yeah. And a Tangrady. Eric Tangrady. Um, well, I, he wasn't Jersey. He was Philly. Um, played with the Penguins and kicked around somewhere else. Um, but yeah, the NHL, everybody's sick. <laughs> everybody's sick. The season's and no, on pause. Um, no, I mean, we're not, we're going to get like, a terrible Olympic hockey uh, tournament, right? Are we going to um, get one? We're going to get a terrible Olympic men's hockey tournament. Um, hopefully the, the women will still go and it'll be just like it was in Pyongyang um, where the 
the the women's tournament the only thing worth watching because it was announced today NHL players are not going to the Olympics. Will the United States and Canada send a team? Right now, the answer is yes. Um, it's most likely to be you know essentially an amateur team. Well, not an amateur team. That's 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 not true because there'll be some college players. Um, a lot of times there were guys like recent retirees or, you know, AHL, former NHLers um, took the trip to, uh, trip to Pyongyang. I have to be completely honest here. The champagne has gone to my head. Um, um, so uh, in Pyongyang, the, the team was just a hodgepodge of, you know, has-beens and never was-es unfortunately and that's likely to happen again now um the u.s is boycotting the olympics from a um ambassador standpoint i forget a, a diplomatic thank you a diplomatic standpoint uh the u.s is boycotting it so if usa hockey doesn't have any players um AHL only contracts are eligible to play. Thank you. Um, thank you, Tim. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was the, the case uh, before, I believe. But, in, but, but like, what is an AHL only con like that? That's really not someone you're like even considering putting in. Oh, no. The NHL. Right. So this is going to be a like low caliber player. Right. Remember Neil Little? Remember the goaltender? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perpetual Phantom. But the fact <laughs> but the fact that he appeared with the Flyers means like and, and I think Neil Little was probably always on one way contracts, to be honest. But we're talking like career AHLers. Yeah. You know, guys who don't have a chance of sniffing the big leagues, sometimes older players to eat up minutes. It's an, right. a, an AHL only contract is nowhere near the best of the best. It is the has-beens and never were. Um, so I'm sure the KHL will send players and the Russia will have the a big Korean advantage. The Korean Hockey League? Not the Korean Hockey League. Although China's men's team is going to play. And it was this sort of um, attraction repulsion thing because... As the host nation, their their hockey team traditionally got a berth in the um, in the tournament, yeah. but it was just there was some debate because they're going to get their doors blown off, and they still will. They like even like, adding some players. So so it's it's like a cool runnings esque uh, kind of story, um, but. They could serious like there could be some serious injuries that occur by like doing this, don't you think? I mean, probably not. Probably not. You don't really need to check that hard when you can score all that you all that you want. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you got to separate the man from the puck. Okay, a, a simple poke check will probably do it. And this is no knock against like. China is a hockey nation because they're not it's one. It's just a burgeoning thing. It's like not even burgeoning. It's like it, it. It's like you, you, you paused while scrolling through Amazon of going like, huh? 
I might be interested in that book. And then you kept scrolling. That's where China is in its hockey development, which is, you know, now maybe be less likely for the, the Chinese team to be embarrassed. I mean, well, it is less likely. You're not going to have Connor McDavid versus a couple guys who've been playing for two years. Um, so th that's okay. a difference. But there's still former NHLers, AHLers, will skate circles around the Chinese team. But, but hopefully it will grow the game. That's the whole reason the NHL was so committed to going for so long. It's they wanted to go to China because of, well, China's population, China's buying power to really expose hockey to that nation. Um, Who's coaching that team? Do they have like, um, I don't know, like a famous Canadian coach to, to come over there and like, you know, I don't know. Mentor that team. You know, I don't know. Um, That's what I would do if I was the. Well, I'm sure. I don't. I have no idea what their sort of brand of nationalism was. Um, Korea was shameless. And I'm not knocking it, but it's like anyone with any semblance of Korean heritage, it's like you're invited on the team. And it was like, hey, come play in our national league and um, we'll we'll so give you partial is, citizenship. Does Paul Korea qualify? Did they did they go that far? They did. It's he like Korea is your last name. You have to be able to play. There's no excuse. And he does have like Korean heritage, but like Korea but he's like hundred percent Canadian though, right? I mean, like just because you yeah, well, it's like the whole World Baseball Classic thing where it always sounded neat. And then, like, I was like, like this is a little borderline creepy. It's like a borderline, borderline like, genetic profiling. It's like <laughs> Mike Piazza on the Italian team. It's like, okay, well, he's Italian-American. Like, do we have to do, like, 23andMe blood tests to go, yeah. like, who are you playing for? Oh, my gosh. It turns out you're related to the original Night Stalker. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> and the night and the night stalker squad is turning out pretty good you know so <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah the nhl everybody's got covid uh no games until after christmas at least um where the the men's are not going to the olympics i really do hope the the women's teams go because it was so nice to have the world spotlight to themselves in Korea. Um, less nice was like staying up to 3 a.m. to watch that gold medal game, but thank God they won. Um, and like, yeah, oh the my gosh, I'm so exhausted with Far East Olympics. Like, I, I need a break from it. Yeah, I feel that way too, but we just had what was it, Brazil? When was when was Brazil? We were spoiled with that. Uh, yeah, well, I mean Brazil was nice, but um no, I mean like we just had Tokyo, right? Well, yeah, we just had Tokyo. Um so went Korea, Tokyo, China. And it, I mean the IOC is corrupt as all hell. And you want exposure to the game as opposed to just like, hey, it ping pongs back between Europe and the United States. While more convenient for our TV watching, it's not it's not the purpose of the games. But could we try to stagger it? Like, is it? Well, no, the purpose of the game is for rich people to become richer. 
and for nations to build stadiums they don't need. But the purpose for our enjoyment is exposure to the world. I mean, I think we've talked about before, I'm a sap for the Olympics. I really do buy into the, you know, hey, this is the world coming together and, you know, the parade of nations to begin it. Like, I I eat that up with a spoon. So mm. as as cynical as I can be about the IOC, I am very, very sappy about the games themselves. And I do think it's important to spread the games around for you know, to learn about other nations. And again, I talk about my kids all the time, but I enjoyed when the game was in Tokyo to be able to talk to them about Japan, you know? And I mean, I'm not a scholar, but I'm an adult, (laughs) hopefully not an ignorant adult, but to be able to talk to them about, hey, the Olympics are being played in Japan. And look, they featured Mario in their opening segment. Your, Your Mario game was made in Japan. And to my son, who's the spitting image of Link from Zelda, you know, to go, hey, this is a <laughs> Japanese character. And right. your greasy white Irish self looks just <laughs> like him. But there's a lineage you share, and isn't that beautiful? And that's what I like to do for the Olympics. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, it's not sappy sentimentalism. It's the idea that it's like, hey, you know, we're all one world and we're just getting together to play games. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I when I when I my experience with the Olympics was always um rampant nationalism. Yes, it was <laughs> exert your dominance. <laughs> On the world and uh, show everyone that the United States has the best blank athletes or whatever the best. I mean, I mean, you like playing games with your family, but you also like winning them. You know, like I I didn't like the scorched earth idea of the America wins. (laughs) America won the miracle on ice. And now like there's no more hockey but But like when you're a kid though like when you're younger it's everything got like boiled down to it's like okay we don't like russia like we have to be right like that was you know in in in, like i think as late as like 92 i was still into that um uh, that narrative, right? Of like, okay, well, where is the United States and where is Russia? It's like, oh, of course, the Russian judge. Uh, <laughs> you know, like it, it was, it, it, it was like, and, and now it's like, oh, you know, I don't know. It's, we're all just playing, and somebody's gonna win. And I realize that I got bigger problems to worry about than this diving competition. Is the I, Olympics even gonna happen? Do you think there's any chance they cancel them? No, there's no chance they cancel them. Would you um, go if you were if you were a, a, an Olympic caliber athlete? I find it insulting that you suggest I'm not. <laughs> um, but you just said you would be drafted third in this podcast for an athletic competition. <laughs> well, what does that say about you and Gene? God forbid I lift you up. God damn it. <laughs> I am officially drunk, by the way. So, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, like sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. I got this. Okay. 
right, let's, oh, no, would I go if I was the We were on the curling team, the three of us. We'd kick some ass. Um, we definitely but... would. Gene's trying to log in, by the way. I think we might have oh, a chance. Oh, good. I'll... It's I'm still gonna... this, though, so don't, don't get your hopes up. Well, there was a chance he was going to call in from the car. So, I mean, we might right. not be getting video. Tim Manning, a friend of the show, and like half our content this evening. God bless <laughs> you, Tim. God for Tim. Uh, yes, definitely. Yes, I trained my whole life for this, waiting for this moment. Um, Sarah McLaughlin does a wonderful song. Well, did a wonderful song for the Vancouver Olympics. Uh, One Dream. I highly recommend it. Makes me cry every fucking time. Um, but oh yeah, um, it depends on where I was in my career. Okay. If if I'm Katie Ledecky and Omicron's breaking out, I go, you know what? Mm. Although, but here's the thing. It's only every four years. And like, she has, she has the chance to like set and hold world records forever. So, okay. If I'm a tier below Katie Ledecky and it's going to be my first Olympics, maybe I wait. Cause God forbid I get really sick or, or whatever. Although when you're young, you're stupid and you think you live forever. And um, again, the theme for this evening is when you get old, you get nihilistic and just take whatever happiness you can get. Merry Christmas from Potadelphia. Um, But if it was one of my first Olympics with the mindset I have now, I'd probably say, you know what? I'll catch, I'll catch the next one. Fuck it. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would go. I would go. I'm with Tim. Yeah, I mean, I think about, like, Omicron, and I think about China, and it's really far. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I mean, of course you go, right? I would just freak out if, like, one of my kids was gone. I'd be like, oh, God, China. Uh, Yeah, oh, my Lord. At At this stage in my life, for many obvious reasons um it, it in my own to to think of my kids doing it it would be it would keep me up for for weeks like it would be this an opportunity of a lifetime but what are you risking is it worth it um yeah i mean like i can't even watch my kids like pitch i like pace and like turn my back like i can't even anyway <laughs> Drives me nuts. Um, <clears throat> all right, what else? What else should we talk about? We talked. We talked about a lot of stuff. Has there been any news regarding the baseball lockout? It's like the lockout happened. Everybody freaked out. Of like, oh my god! And then there's just been nothing, which isn't surprising. No, I think they said that they weren't even going to start talking until next month. Yeah, that makes sense. They'll probably, you know, just from the amount of the amount of labor strife I've watched uh, as a hockey fan, they'll probably meet in January. It'll probably go poorly. They'll meet late in January. It'll go poorly. And the first real talks will probably happen. <clears throat> I think we're going to get it done. Pitchers, pitchers I, 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 I don't think we're going to miss any baseball. I think they're going to get it done. I'm pretty optimistic about it, actually. I think the owners got... So like they they got they got hurt by COVID pretty bad that year. I mean there was like nothing going on. I mean I 
I don't know. I'm just an optimist. I just want it to happen. So I think it's going to happen. I mean, I want it to happen too, but the animosity between the two sides seems pretty extreme. And how how hard are the owners going for a, a harder cap? I, I think well, that's the thing. I don't know. We don't. Um, we don't know. Like, there's no. There is a need to inquire and study, but it's important to admit that you don't know everything. What do you think? So wait, even Alexa has like the holidays, holiday blues in the show, and it's time. It's time to move the up on the shelf. That's right. Haven't missed. Have not missed a day. Aw. Move that little song, bitch. Every night. The elf does not come to watch my kids. Santa watches them with uh, his magic snowball. Um, and that is 100% legit. For the love of God, no one tell them they need a freaking elf. I don't know why I censored myself. I've been cursing this whole show. But... <laughs> yeah. So, I'm optimistic. I'm just, like, praying, please don't... Like, because if baseball gets... Even delayed, I will uh, be so sad. And I may just start streaming like my Philly season on the show or something on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be something to do. It's yeah. I, I'm I'm as optimistic as you are. I'm fairly pessimistic. I kind of think this. Omicron outbreak right now, at least in the NHL, is probably going to result in a prolonged stoppage. The season won't be lost, but I imagine it's going to be like, uh, we're taking all of January off. Let's have training camps in February and hope everything's okay in March. You know, that, that that's more dire than most people, but it's, yeah. it's not going to get better soon. You know, People will be seeing one another at Christmas, and we have no idea how to. We Man, have no Christmas idea. Christmas is going to be bonkers. Like I can't even imagine at work how many, like how much disruption is going to come out of the holidays after yeah. the New Year, and like the kids going back to school. Ah, it's a mess. Yep. Do we have any sort of optimism? <laughs> I I had a lot of optimism. Tonight. That's true. I, That's true. I'm talking about me, I guess. Um, yeah, check yourself. <laughs> before I wreck myself, once Too again, late. another cutting pop culture reference here at Philadelphia. <laughs> check yourself before you elf yourself. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's a show title, Gene. If you're out there, Gene, if you can hear me, that is the show title. Hold on, we'll tell here. Tell Gene, Gene. We got a show title for you. I've been sitting here for like half an hour, and you guys haven't let me Oh, shit. The show. I didn't know you were on, bro. Dude, I'm I sorry. told I thought you. you were like, uh, <clears throat> you can't see me because I'm driving, but I've been sitting here listening. Why didn't you message me, man? Because I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> I called the show and was hoping that you would see that I was here and then let me come on the show. That's why I called the show. <laughs> I thought you were having tech. I'm sorry, man. 
No, I'm I'm in the car. I'm not having technical difficulties. I just I just I'm trying not to die. I'm trying to think like when I first popped you on the screen. That was like 15 minutes ago. Oh well, I mean, have you been hearing me talk this whole time? Or no. Marking? Okay. Absolutely not. You haven't because I was I like, God damn it, fuck you, Dave. Why won't you let me talk? That sounds about right. Sounds like our normal conversations. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't add you to the feed because you weren't. You you don't have like a video thing, so I didn't know what yeah. was going on. Yeah. Did you well, hear me I mean, advocating for you, Gene? Did you hear I, did. I say Gene's playing on talking from the car? Yeah, Sarah, I did hear you advocating for me, so I know that you uh, appreciate me in this <laughs> this holiday time. God, it's an awful tendency to be immediate teacher's pet. Yeah. It was all Dave. It was all Dave. Gene, how are the roads tonight? Uh, fairly empty, honestly. Mm, that's good. It is <laughs> it's cold, good for your sake and everyone else's. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah. So, what have you guys been talking about? I, well, I, you've been I, listening. I mean, anything you want to chime in on? Uh, should we be on the curling team? Um, sure. Uh, although... I, I thought curling would be easier. It's not easy, as easy as it looks. That's one thing I've learned. Uh, yeah, not mean, that I've ever, course. not that I've ever like officially done curling, but uh, I do know that it's not as easy as it looks. It's not just sliding. What do they call them? Stones. It's just not sliding stones down the ice and yay win. Um, no, there's you know you have to be able to balance and sweep and uh, have good good aim. Yeah, so. Uh, I think we could do it, but we'd have to train. Um, I don't know. Sarah says that she feels like she'd be the liability in an athletic competition. She hasn't seen me get winded walking up steps lately. So, um, I don't know. I think we'd probably be equally ineffective. Um, we would be like the Phillies bullpen. Equally ineffective. That's, that, that's what I would call, call the Phillies bullpen. I want um, that on a rally towel. But my really point is, though, Gina, it yes. wouldn't be your fault that you were put in that position. Uh, okay, yeah, that's true. Anybody that would um, <laughs> anybody that would put me on a team, I really feel like it's their responsibility for doing that. Gene, however, did play quarterback for our uh, backyard football team in college. I did. Well, Ian and I, but uh, sometimes I would. You were the backup, really, dude. Yeah, it was really because I couldn't do much of anything. I was also the uh, kick returner. Um, but it was really because back I, when you were fast, Gene. I was fast. Um, it was also I have a low center of gravity, and we played tackle. Um, but that was the problem. Like to be a wide receiver, and we would play at like ten o'clock at night. Um, you wouldn't be able to see me because everybody was so much taller. I'd sort of disappear. So yeah, we played. I had to we would play at ten at ten p.m. at night under one floodlight. Yeah. So shadows were a big deal. Right. The and sidewalks were a big is... deal. If the sidewalks were a real problem. If anyone thinks this is too much, this was the arts department football game. Yeah. It was TV film versus well, theater. And, but, I mean, you guys played for blood. That being said. I mean, somebody literally lost a nipple during one of the games. <laughs> it's his I, birthday. I Happy birthday, Ward. I still have that <laughs> nipple. Um, <laughs> Gross. That being said. Uh, there, there were non-arts majors who would watch our game and comment on how vicious we were. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah all the all the athletics majors would look out of their dorm window while they were like in between bong hits and be like, "Those guys are fucking stupid." Yeah, yeah. And then we had we had a ritual before every game where we would watch the program, yeah. um, swallow about six Advils. Yes. Um, and then smoke cigarettes on our way down to go play. Right. 
Normal. Yeah, camels. Yeah, usually. Or Winston. Normal. Totally yeah. normal. Yeah. And we played in jeans. Like, we didn't even <laughs> no, wear, that's like, not true. athletic gear. Like, it was, like, jeans and, like, You were the only jeans crew boots. That, was, that was on the field. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we have, you know, like, ten minutes left. Hey, did you guys talk about how Sirianni's got the uh, got No, the, uh, we didn't. Thing? we didn't mention that. So uh, Sirianni is on on protocol now. So breaking news. Um, yeah, well, I mean, as of like five o'clock tonight. But hey, did you did you find? I was I was curious, so I did a little digging to find out if if he's not available, who's going to coach the Eagles on Sunday? Uh, I wanted really just to make sure my schedule was clear in case they needed me. Doug's um, not doing anything. <laughs> so it is. Uh, who, um, let me since I know the answer. Do you guys have a guess? Of who would be Sarah? Do you know who is going to be the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday if it's not Nick Sirianni? I'm going to guess Gannon, but not the coach, the villain from Zelda. <laughs> uh, ah, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess our <laughs> offensive coordinator, who I can't remember his name, but the guy from the Chargers. It is actually the passing coordinator. Who that? Uh, he's the I don't know his name now, but he's the passing. He's not the offensive coordinator. He's the passing coordinator. So why is he uh, next in command? I guess um, because probably his job is going to be to just say, uh, run the ball. <laughs> the passing coordinator will say that? Yeah. Well, explains a have, lot. Or if they do have to pass it, like at least he'll have some idea of what they're supposed to do. His name is Kevin Petullo. That's the right guy. Yeah. He's the, he's the passing coordinator, and he would be the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles if um, Nick Sirianni is not able to go. Well, I mean – there might be a major outbreak, though. Did you guys see how many people Sirianni yeah, was screaming Shane at last night? Steichen was my, was my guess. He he was yelling at everybody last night. He was in everybody's face. Who Sirianni? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was mad. Yeah, J- Jalen Hurts was saying that apparently earlier in the season they had a conversation where he said, "You know, I'm a coach's kid, so if you need to coach me and yell at me, like do it." But I guess after the fumble last night, that's when the first time that. Nick felt like he really needed to lay into him. So, you know, perfect timing when he's highly contagious with a virus. But anyway, yeah, so there's some sports update. I like it. Gene brought something something to the table at the last minute here. Brought some content. Brought some content. Especially being on the phone, we can really pretend like it's breaking for the people not watching live. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. (laughs) <laughs> Where are you heading, Gene? Uh, home now. Oh, you're going home. Yeah. Right. I was in Northeast Maryland for my rehearsal. Come see the That's Diary far. of Anne Frank at um, the Milburn Stone Theater in January. I'll be in it. Where, where is that, Gene? It's in Northeast Maryland at Cecil County Community College. Maryland? Yeah. It's far, dude. Yeah. Oh, and you got to pay a toll, unless you live in Maryland. <laughs> Who 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 you're in the Diary of Anne Frank? Who who do you play? I play John Dussel. Right on. He's the uh, he's the dentist that comes in and is sort of uh, the last added to the uh, to the attic hideout. Did you uh, like? Are you um, are you like? Uh, did you do any research for this role? Like, go to the dentist. I went to the dentist. <laughs> I looked up where Holland is on a map. Good. Um. Yeah, and uh, I'm leaning on all of my um, years of watching the History Channel okay. uh, to know all about um, World War II. Do you do an accent for this show? I do not. Okay. 
it's probably good. That's probably a good choice. You're directing this too? No, no, no. Just, just, oh, okay. just a, yeah, just the talent. Right. Just the talent. Yeah. Just, just a character. All right. Good. Wait, when is this again? It's it, when is this? January in, in... 21, 22, 23. Okay, so we got a couple weeks of you plugging this on the show for us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we get a little more information as we get closer. Sarah, do you have any news you'd like to share with our uh, listening community? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> so, uh, this is my first show back in a while. It's going to be my last show for a long while. So, it's not my last Potadelphia, but probably my last Potadelphia for at least a year. Um, all good. Um, just changing some things up. Um, not sports related, not podcast related, just other life stuff, but all, all good news. Um, but this is going to be my last show for a while until, you know, um, you know, if Claude Giroux gets traded, you better bet I'm telling Dave and Gene that I'll, I'm on the next show. Uh, if the Flyers make the playoffs, that's far less likely than Claude Giroux being traded. But if that were to happen, I'm sure I'd, I'd like to pop in. But for at least a year, I'm going to be off the show. Um, and I really, 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 really do want to thank all the people who listen. Um, oh, fuck. Um, I, um, mm, I should not have drank this much. Um, you know, we've been doing this show for like four years. Yeah, I know. That's what gets me. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I really, when we hit the one year mark, I, you know, said like, all right, mission accomplished. And, you know, it's been an eventful time here at Potadelphia. Um, <laughs> if you go back and look at our first shows. Be kind, all right? <laughs> um, but if you go back, it, it's been an eventful time. And I've been so happy to share it with, um, first and, and foremost, you and Gene, Dave. <laughs> um, I really um. So I'm gonna, I'm really gonna miss doing the show. Uh, but it's all good things and if you guys will have me back when when life facilitates me coming back i'd love uh to do it for everybody who's listened everyone who i've gotten to interact with old friends who became listeners to the show listeners to the show who've become friends um it, it's been really really fun i will be back eventually but it's gonna be a bit so um so this isn't yeah. goodbye it's goodbye forever. <laughs> <laughs> Someone creeps in behind me with like an executioner's mask. Right. Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is coming pop- from inside your house. <laughs> I think it's funny that Sarah made friends from this podcast. I have definitively only lost friends from this podcast. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Gene. Well, that that should tell you about everyone's individual performances on this show. Yeah, you are. I am the weakest link. <laughs> well, we uh, are certainly going to miss you. Um, the Flyers coverage is certainly going to miss you because it's yeah, I'm going to be as good listening. <laughs> uh, it's going to be rough, but you know, obviously, we wish you luck in your endeavors that are taking you away from us 
but you'll Thank be back. You. You'll be back. We'll probably just keep sending you the link every week so that you can just show up whenever you feel like. That's uh, that is that actually what's certainly going to happen. But yeah, that's kind. I I would expect no less. I'd expect no less. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, um, we've hit our hour mark, and it's uh, is this our no? We'll have one more show, right? We'll have one more show for twenty twenty one. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll be there for one more show. It might be a monologue, but <laughs> that is bold, my friend. But <laughs> no, I'll be there. So we'll have one more, uh, one more, one more uh, cocktail fueled um, show before the end of the year. So that'll be a good time. Uh, so we'll be back next. We'll be back in our regular on our regular date and time on Tuesday. Um, if you haven't done so already, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Potadelphia. If you have any more time in your podcast listening day, be sure to check out the Whip Around for all the week's weird news. Uh, also, check out the Painted Lines and the Philly Sports Alliance on YouTube and Facebook for wall-to-wall Philly sports coverage. Um, until next week, have a Merry Christmas. Uh, and uh, have a great day at work if you're still working because we are out of here.